on all things nerdy where we do crazy crap like beatbox and talk about comic books and video games and movies and books and stuffs and things. Listen to us every week as we talk about your favorite nerdy fandoms. <sighs> Why, Jake, what are you humming there? Sounds really catchy. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> no, that's not my dad. Okay, then. Hello. Hello. And good evening to you. Welcome to Comic Talk 616. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was about to hurt Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, we have a an, we have an episode tonight that we're uh, doing. Um, Matt is not joining us due to some health stuff that he's got going on. Uh, he asked us not to talk about the major explosive diarrhea that he's currently experiencing and the complete and absolute uh, destruction of his rectal organ. Um, he did not describe it as the missile that hit the Death Star. Um, he also didn't talk about how it felt like the Titanic sinking or that the tears of Sauron himself had rolled onto his sphincter and was erupting the fire from Mount Dune itself. Wow. That's, uh, that's quite the, uh, colorful description. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I told him that we would not be describing that for him today. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably best that we don't. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is for the internet to know that, uh, Matt's explosive diarrhea is like watching a NASA shuttle take off. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that that would, that would not be a good thing to talk about. It's it's a good thing that we're not talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's really important that we respect Matt's privacy and um, definitely not mentioning the explosive diarrhea that is equivalent to um, 15 nuclear bombs hitting Nagasaki. Wow, 15. <laughs> uh, 15 and a half, but, you know, I'd, I'd take off that point five just because of, um, you know, backsplash could be a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could also add maybe two with the wiping of the sheer rawness of the toilet paper from continuously having to, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure emotionally he is feeling about the same as when Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren's father, Han Solo, felt when he was stabbed right through the chest, yeah, right through ooh, ooh, the chest, right through ooh, ooh, the chest. Um, and he fell down a endless dark hole, yeah, an endless hole, yeah, um. I guess the only thing that Kyle Ren would have to say after that is, "I I hate you, Dad." Right, right, yeah, yeah. It was it was a pretty clear message, like very, very sta- clear. Stabbing through the chest. Yeah, right through the chest. Yeah, like there's there's no better way to say "I hate you, Dad" yeah. than just yeah, stabbing him right uh, through the chest. Yeah, so he's gonna. So Matt's uh, fulfilling his destiny, and um, 
Yeah, like I said, man, we just really wanted to respect Matt and just say he's absent and it's not due to an explosive case of diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah, feel feel better from uh, whatever's going on. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the diarrhea. I think yeah. it's possibly. A- anyways, that and involving more. Uh, I I think the Moon Baron is um trying to take more land on said moon. Yeah, he is definitely uh, dropping some land, if you know what I mean. Anyways, uh, thank, thank you for you. tuning into Comic Talk Six One Six. I am Badmouth Jake. I am Lord Kyle, the Pope deity of the Church of Evidation. And I'm Steve. Hi, cool, Steve. Cool. <laughs> so, and I'm Matt, a.k.a. the Moon Baron. That's the wrong button. Moon Baron. Sounds like someone likes to drop his knickers and show his bum to folks. <laughs> what? That? How long have you had that? One How long have that? you been sitting on that? A while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt has giant explosive diarrhea, and let's just say he's uh, uh he's not going to be complaining about his water heater breaking this time. Just to get this out of the way. Jake Todd definitive fight. Yes, very true. Very true. Very true. Matt's butthole hurts. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> anything fun happened to you guys this week? Any any mentionable notes? Uh, well, um, I guess I'll get started. Um, did you be wait? In- wait? Wait? We haven't officially rehired Kyle yet. Oh yes, yeah, I was fired. Kyle was fired yesterday. Did we yes. want to do that though? I I told him when we saw him again, we would rehire him. I, I was fired, ironically, for going to work. I, I think we should just in case we get uh, religious persecution because he is technically the Lord of Evan, uh, the Church yeah, of Evidation. Right. So that's right. Yeah, nobody cares. The, the, <laughs> I'll sue the lawyers. I'll might sue you. The, <laughs> funny thing is, I am his lawyer. <laughs> not, not for long. Wait, not for isn't long. technically? <laughs> Mr. Wangland, our lawyer. The Who? character known as whatever name we gave him in that I think first we just called him video. Doug. No, wait, yeah, yeah. You called him Nick. You called him Nick Doug or Doug Nick. <laughs> Something. So his name is his name is now and forever shall be Nick Doug. Anyways, Nicholas is our lawyer. <laughs> uh, anyways, Kyle, you're rehired. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh. You're rehired. Yay! He doesn't have that power. You're right. You're true. True. Cool. Thanks for rehiring me. Yeah, Um, now don't do something stupid and make me fire you again. (laughs) Okay. Aye, aye. Before the end of this episode. (laughs) Like like, like meet your dad on a bridge. And and stab him through the chest? Right through the chest. Yeah, and and drop him down an endless hole? An endless hole. Ooh, 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 the chest, run through the chest, I'll drop you down in endless hole, an endless hole, stab you through, ooh, ooh, the chest, run through the chest. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, Whoa, anyway. I blacked out there for a second. What happened? <laughs> Whoa. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the worst episode ever.
I mean, we did not talk about Matt's diarrhea for like five minutes. So yeah, that no, was, we d- we didn't. If that was he, already us, not an indicator, he he told us not to, and we didn't because we're good friends. <sighs> yeah, um, it's it's gonna be a crap episode, is what we're saying. Yeah, but anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> as, as far as as uh, nerdy stuff this week, um, Kaylin and I started watching the uh, cyberpunk anime on okay. uh, Netflix. Oh, holy crap. How's that? So good. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things that Trigger has put out in years, and it's Trigger. So Cool. Yeah, it's uh, very, very stylish. It um, is based on the game, right? Or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's set in the game okay. universe, but yeah. it's, I like, I haven't played too much of the game, but I believe it's, I believe the events in the anime are separate from the main plot of right. the game. Yeah, it's set in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. Like, the fights are awesome. Um, so- soundtrack is awesome. Uh, yeah, the aesthetic is, I mean, you guys saw the aesthetic for the game trailers. It's just that, but anime. So cool. Very cool. good stuff. Definitely can recommend. Awesome. Um, This week. Oh, yeah, not family friendly, though. Just gotta put that out there. Very not family friendly. Um, this week we went to the local con. Check that out. Uh, honestly, just kind of mentally preparing for FanX this upcoming week. It's kind of just where I'm, where I'm at with that. Um, I too stabbed my dad right through the chest. <laughs> right through the chest. Right through ooh, ooh, the chest. What did uh, you do after that? He uh, dropped him down an endless hole. An endless hole. An endless hole. Wow. I uh, fulfilled my destiny. <laughs> so you hate your dad? I hate my dad. I hate you, dad. Cool. Okay, then. Matt has diarrhea. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> that was your week. <laughs> I worked and went to Comic-Con yesterday. Did that. It was fun. Bought some nerdy things for my kids. You didn't stab your dad right through the chest? No, because I like my dad. He's a psychopath. He's lying. I know. (laughs) Nobody likes their dad. What would you do if you met your dad up on that bridge? Wow, we I'm got definitely the uh, Jake not, and Kyle uh, mime here t- <laughs> tonight. <laughs> definitely not making stabby motions or the motions of, of yeeting your someone's father. <laughs> dad off a bridge. Stabbing through the heart <laughs> and yeet him off the bridge. Yes, oh, so you would stab him right, right through the chest. I cannot either. Yeah, I, no, yes, <laughs> but, but wait, there's no... So you'd stab him right through the chest? Yes, but no. No. Do yes. it. Do it. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny Do but it. I would stab your dad in the chest and throw him off the bridge. Or my dad. Right uh, down an endless hole? Down an endless hole. An endless hole? An endless hole. And what would your last words to be to him? In this scenario, my words would be, I hate you, dad. <laughs> 
Fair, fair. Way to fulfill <laughs> your destiny. I'm um, proud of you. Yeah. So, uh, join the dark side. We have cookies. Talking about dark dark uh, dark side. Uh, <laughs> something I did put in there, but so there apparently there's this band on TikTok called Sub Radio Band, and they did a mashup of the Killers, Mister Brightside, and, uh, and they named it Mister Darkside. So that's and that's it's all fun. about Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. A Anyways, uh, in addition to the dark side, uh, Halloween is coming up, and it turns out that uh, there is the ultimate Hallow- Kyle Halloween costume. Yep. Yep. It's uh, it's pretty that? fabulous. Very, yeah, very, so. uh, very form-fitting. Very, very sleek. Um, so, yeah, this year I'm going to be going as uh, Mountain Dew Co-Red. Yeah, the uh, Code Red. <laughs> lis- yep. listen, Dude, all you, you gotta you, you gotta go for the original Mountain Dew. They do have that. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, he got it up. Nice. Anyways, so, yes, yeah, so Spirit <laughs> Halloween and Mountain Dew teamed up. And listen, all you Kyle Etz, uh, if you want to be thirsting over your man, uh, just get him a I suit of Code Reds. So much. <laughs> it was good. You have to admit, thirsting over I your admit- man. <laughs> in a, in a Mountain Dew costume, it's perfect. It's, it's so perfect. A pun entirely intended. For all you thirsty gals and guys, go get yourself a Spirit Halloween costume and do the do. That's right. So apparently, also talking about Mountain Dew, did you know that it was originally crafted to be a chaser for whiskey? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. No, no wonder it's a good chaser for whiskey. Anyways, so for those of you who uh, the uh, Legends of Zelda, uh, the Tears of Kingdom, they finally made an announcement for when this game is going to yes. come out. Um, and it comes out May 12th. 2023. Let's yes. go. Um, and in the meantime, uh, Kyle, I mean, Matt is just going to continue to crap his pants. Um, also, in addition to more uh, spooktacular um, news that we have coming out with this episode. Uh, I would like to celebratory. Um, I would like to announce with a full heart and joy that child murder will be free this upcoming October. Wow, that's a that's a possibility of a of a red flag there, Jake. What, what do you mean by that? Well, Kyle, you seem really excited about the fact that child murder will be free. Um, and the reason for that is, is say the Sims 4 base game will soon be totally free. Um, it looks wow. like EA and Maxis are making uh, Sims 4 free to play, and they'll basically just, you'll only have to pay for the expansions. Um, EA giving away something for free. Yeah. Hard to believe. Extremely hard to believe. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I guess to anyone uh, who buys the game before October 17th, um, they'll get a free uh, little expansion thing to go with it to make up for that fact. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you uh, this October want to, you know, dabble in uh, the serial convention, you know, try and try your hand in collecting, uh, October <laughs> 17th is, is the time to do it. Nice reference. Nice reference. Thank you. Matt has diarrhea. 
Um, and I guess, you know, kind of keeping on the train of spooky news, um, not really so spooky more than it is awesome, uh, Ghost Rider fans are freaking out over this new Robbie Reyes Marvel Legends figure. Um, it is pretty cool. There's a new Robbie Reyes figure? Yeah, dude, yeah, and it looks pretty, sweet. pretty sick. I, I, like the, uh, I like the flame wheels on the car. Yeah, dude. Honestly, so like it comes out with like you could change the wheels out and add flames to it, um, multiple different heads for him. Um, it's you know coming from Haslab, aka Has uh, Hasbro, but uh, and he co- he can be in and out of the car, or on the car. Yeah, or on the car, or but, under uh, the, the car figure for looks some reason, <laughs> or under the car. Uh, I, mean, I he, feel he, like he can pretty much be wherever you put him. That's kind of how objects work. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, under the car really cool. uh, is for your dad, but you know most dads do better uh, falling down an endless hole. Yeah, right after getting stabbed through the through ooh, ooh, the chest, right through the chest. Um, but yeah, you'll want to check this out, Steve. I think it's pretty cool. Oh man, yeah. So it's a uh, you know for you Ghost Rider fans, this is definitely going to be something you're going to want to snag up. Um, and not which class forget about uh surprise me and so yeah that's what we got for fandom news this week we have pretty light news um you know child murder dead dads falling down endless holes and uh kingdoms crying yeah <laughs> yeah did, did you know they they, they they pulled the nintendo direct in the uk really yes is it because the queen's dead well, obviously, yes. <laughs> I here's the thing, man. Uh, and the, yeah, the new Zelda game is called Tears of the Kingdom. It's so freaking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this: the nation of Hydra is not crying, and we will not rest until we have deunified the United Kingdom, and we are soon upon that. Hail Hydra! But that is not our official stance. Um, we are saddened by the, the death of the queen. <coughs> Yep. We have, we have some empathy in it. We also don't have lasers on the moon. Yeah, and a- anyone who says otherwise is lying. And yeah. It's not of course we don't. With the moon baron does. But right now Matt just has, uh, does not have major diarrhea because we are not bad friends and not, you know, telling right, people right. that he's got diarrhea because he's strictly asked us not to, to tell people Yeah, and, and people we wouldn't. That. We wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't. We would not do that. We wouldn't indulge such information when he's asked us not to. Anyways, uh, so Kyle, we have some DC news. I'm sure you would love to yeah. um, to to tell us about. Yeah, we do. So, a um, couple things. Um, looks like the uh, the big event that's been going on in DC Comics, the uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, is going to be coming to an end here uh, pretty soon. Uh, the uh, last issue will be uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven. Uh, that comes out on December twentieth. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. That's that's been going on for a while. That's been really big. Cool. So yeah, it'll be exciting to see how they finally cap it off. And then also, uh, DC, not Marvel, but uh, DC is doing a uh, celebration of Stan Lee for his 100th birthday. I mean, I'm sure Marvel is doing something too, but 
I'm just saying like it's kind of cool that DC is also doing something. Earth 6. Celebration of Stan Lee. It honestly really is cool. Um, Here's the thing. A lot lot of people don't know this, but Stan Lee actually did write for uh, DC for a little bit. He did. Yeah. And, you know, I think regardless of whether you're a DC fan or a Marvel fan, you know, Image, Dark Horse, whatever, um, I think it's important that we recognize the, uh, you know, the the things that Stanley was able to contribute to, you know, I guess we would say he's the godfather of comics, right? Now, granted, yeah. he didn't, he may not have invented them, he may not have, uh, you know, done everything, but I think the things that he set in motion with Jack Kirby and some of these greats, he, uh, you know, he, he grandfathered an era in a fandom that is probably going to live forever strong because of what he did yeah easily like unarguably the most influential man in comics so it's gonna be a one-shot anthology featuring new stories based on his interpretations of the dc characters from his just imagine series yep they did between 2001 and 2002 yeah that's cool yeah um, so yeah, Tales of Earth Six, a celebration of Stanley. That'll be out on December twenty seventh. Yeah, because his birthday's on the twenty eighth. His birthday. Yeah. Yep. Which, um, hopefully for us, I know normally we have a period of time off, um, but you know maybe when we get back or we do a special, we we should do a, uh, a special yeah, we, birth, we a birthday re- episode for him. Yeah, we could when we oh, get that'd back. Be good. Um, anyways, so talking about, um, let, let us know if you have any ideas that you'd like us to do for Stanley's birthday on our socials. So the 28th is a Wednesday. Well, yeah, we would do it like the weekend, like the Sunday before. No, no. What I'm saying is nerdy his news birthday break. is on a Wednesday. Oh yeah. Nerdy news break. The nerdy news break. Yes. Oh yeah. It's the nerdy news break. <laughs> Jake. Bye Jake. We'll, we'll see you later, Jake. Nice. Nice knowing you. Did they did they change your pain meds, Jake? No, I'm completely sober again. Oh, oh no. Somebody Jake medicate him. He's wrong. Someone someone get this man some drugs ASAP. Yeah, Jake is wrong in the head right now. Um so the yes. original Avengers are reassembling for a war across time. Um so it looks like they're gonna have two industry legends. That will team up for the greatest Kang saga of all time, Avengers War Across Time. It's going to be a new limited series starting in January. Um, and it looks like we're going to see uh, the original Avengers coming up, um, you know, and it's going to have Alan Davis as a part of that, Esnar Hall. Um, so just a bunch of... Just a bunch, so we're uh, we're just gonna see some some classics, you know, Giant Man, The Wasp, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, um, and I don't know if you guys see, but they're basically gonna do it in like the old school style as well. Yeah, I saw that. for that. You know, it, it, I'm I'm honestly I'm ex- I'm excited for this. It'll be fun. Um, you know, clearly it's a you know a marketing gimmick for the upcoming. Um, you know, you know. King the Conqueror saga that we got right, going on, right. um, but nonetheless, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. Also, uh, so obviously with the MCU and what they do with the Scarlet Witch, uh, she's got a little bit of redemption going on. But it looks like in the comics in her new run, 
she's going to be uh, becoming a hero yet again. And so that will also be coming out in January. It comes out on sale January 4th, uh, 2023. It's going to be written by Steve Orlando, art by Sarah something Italian, uh, colors by Matt Wilson. (laughs) and. Something yeah, Italian. Yeah, Pacelli. Yeah. <laughs> Pastinelli. Oh my God. Sarah, something Italian, Pacelli. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, uh, Russ Dutterman will be doing the cover no. art for it. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Channeling my inner Jonathan. <laughs> and so that'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll, for Scarlet Witch fans, that'll be a good one. Um, also, for those of you who like the Midnight Suns and all things supernatural in the Marvel Universe, uh, Crypt of the Shadows number one will be dropping here soon. Um, you're going to have everyone from, you know, Blade's Daughter, um, X-23, Moon Knight, the hot chick with the gun from Doctor Strange, uh, Man-Thing, Werewolf by Night, and some other creepy characters. Uh, looks like they're gonna have oh, Dracula man. in I, it. I love Hot Chick with a gun. That's my favorite. Yeah. Also, creepy Spider Man. That's actual Spider. <laughs> oh, Spiders Man. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> and Morbius. Anyways, so basically, it's gonna be kind of like the Marvel's version of Tales of the Crypt. Obviously, it's Morbin time. Um, <laughs> I, I hate you so. I know. <laughs> I just want to stab you right through the chest. I knew you were going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> right through the chest. I'm going to be laughing all the way down that endless hole. Um, yeah, down an endless <laughs> hole. I It's okay. I have fulfilled my destiny. I uh, hate you like my dad. <laughs> I have tortured Jake. <laughs> um, I still need to ironically watch that movie. Yeah. Anyways, so it will be coming out this October. So it's a perfect uh, run to grab for the <clears throat> Halloween season or spooky season. Listen, this book is going to go great with pumpkin spice. You could put on your Ugg boots, you know, snuggle up in a reading nook and just drink some pumpkin spice and read some comics. Yeah, those, that sounds like a very Jake thing to do. Yeah. 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 Um. You know what also is a very Jake thing to do? Uh, let me tell you what. It is going down to Best Slope Coffee and getting the Best Slope Coffee in all the Rockies. And if you don't believe me, you should check out the awards that they've won, literally saying that they're best the best coffee in all the Rockies. Um, if you live in Fruta, Colorado, or around the Western Slope area, you could easily go down there and pick up our signature drink, the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster, so you can gargle, blast your gargle. Um <laughs> or you can go to bestlovecoffeeco.com where they have an array of subscription options for you uh, and they have the barista's choice which is a fantastic option where Cord handpicks a coffee for you every single month Um, and sometimes they include some some stickers and merch and stuff like that so if you enjoy a great cup of joe um, you know to go along with your comics just go to bestlovecoffeeco.com and you know Subscribe. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Was, Anyways, so that was that was, a, that was an excellent segue. I'm, that was I'm a, proud of you. No, that was an excellent subscribe. Thank you. That's I didn't That's listen him. to the rest of what he was saying. 
<clears throat> so now, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, hold on. This uh, Dark Horse list is much longer than it normally is. Um, so hold on for this wild ride as I go ahead and tell you what we got coming out for Dark Horse and other comics that we have for uh, <clears throat> September 28th, 2023. We have two Air Volume 1. 2022? 2022. Yeah. Air, <laughs> Volume 1, Trade Paperback. Black Hammer, Volume 7, Reborn, Part 3, Trade Paperback. Nats, Omnibus, Volume 10, Trade Paperback. Kings of Nowhere, Volume 1, Trade Paperback. Rhodey, Number 104. Wizard King, Trilogy, Box Set. Thank Dark you, Horse. William Shatner. You are for welcome. Excellent reading of the comic list. I want to stab you right through the chest <laughs> and throw you down an endless hole and a dark, endless hole. I hate you, dad. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, uh this, DC comics, this episode's gotta be named. I hate you, dad. For <laughs> zero context. <laughs> you like that better than the succulent stylings of CT six, one, six. I punched a small child when I saw that. <laughs> I, uh, I Does that mean you liked it or hated it? I'm not sure what that means for Jake. The word succulent hurts Jake so much. Oh. I don't know why. Read your list, Kyle. All right, for DC Stop Comics. that stupid word. We have, we have a succulent number 1047. And by succulent, I mean action comics. I'm going to burn down your house with you and your entire family inside of it. <laughs> We also have Batman I will Beyond. commit arson. <laughs> Batman Beyond the White Knight number five of you, you eight. You would say White Knight, you're racist. <laughs> Batman Curse of the White Knight deluxe edition hardcover. I mean, being white is a curse. Batman Fortress number five of eight. Batman <laughs> One Bad Day, the Riddler number one. I'm having a bad day right now. And some succulent variants of that. <laughs> I hate you so much. Stop. <laughs> I'm so glad you told me that, Steve. <laughs> Dude, I... S- the next haircut you get will be your last. <laughs> That's why when I posted oh, on the family, family gets... chat the other day that Jake was going to hate the title. <laughs> ah, yep, I get it now. I was, I, I was like, oh, that, that's a that's a funny title. <laughs> it was in context with our episode. You know, it would be funny if I burnt down an entire school and left a note saying it was you. Sure. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Where I were forgot we? Where was, where was. Oh yeah, was Batman: that? The Audio Adventures, number one of seven. Now that that's interesting. Is that like a comic adaptation of? Probably. Yeah, that, that's cool. Of like the I'll podcast find out right or something. now and tell you. Wait, Batman. Yeah, the yeah please do. I've got I'm, it. I'm, I'm curious. Is it? Yes. Already, it uh, is. Cool. Cool. It sounds very succulent. Uh, so next we've got uh, Black oh, wait, Adam. Wait. Hold on. Sorry. It picks up right after the season finale of Batman the Audio Adventures. Ooh, cool. So it continues the story. Noise. All right, so yeah, we also got Black Adam and JSA, Black Rain trade paperback. Uh, Black Adam, Rise and Fall of an Emperor tra- Empire, sorry, trade paperback. Uh, it's like they got a Black Adam movie coming out or something. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Blood Syndicate, season one, number five of six. And some variants... Um, got some reprintings of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, number one, two, and three. You missed one right before that. Oh, I sure did. We also have Blood Syndicate, season one, number five of six. Thank you, Steve. Oh, you 
That's too beautiful. Oh, crap. Really? <laughs> How unsuccullent of me. Oh, yeah. We have all, we also have blue and gold trade paperback. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Okay. Uh, DC Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead number one. Oh, I think that's a, I think that's a spinoff of uh, 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 the metal, uh, DC Dark Knight's metal. Oh. That was, Sergeant Rock was the one of the characters in that. Anyways, um, so yeah, we, uh, yeah, got a bunch of variants of that. Sorry, I'm like very distracted tonight. Oh, man. Oof. Uh, DC Mech, number three of six. And some variants, DC versus Vampires, number nine of 12. Uh, DC versus Vampires Volume One hardcover, Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales trade paperback, Deathstroke Inc. Number Thirteen, Detective Comics Number Ten Sixty Four, and some variants, uh, Future State Gotham Volume Two, The Next Joker trade paperback, Succulent Harley Quinn Number Twenty Two, and some variants. So you, you using the word succulent <laughs> and then Harley Quinn right after is so bad. <laughs> What I, I didn't say succulent. You did. Uh, I, no, I don't think I did. Did I, did I say that? Statement? You said succulent I Harley Quinn. Yeah, I, I definitely did not say succulent. <laughs> I hate both of you so much. <laughs> I oh. do agree with Jake, though. That was <laughs> that was bad, Kyle. That was, that was poor. <laughs> poor, poor, poor. Bad timing. Timing. Or was it completely planned? <laughs> oh gosh! I mean, not that. Not man, that we're it only was. halfway through this DC list, I know. man. I'm Get sorry. Over. I'm sorry. Get, do your job. I I got ADHD <laughs> over the week. Okay. I uh, I attracted Spatini's ADHD. Okay. So yeah, uh, Harley Quinn number twenty-two, bunch of variants. Um, and then we got Human Target number seven of twelve. Thank God we have zero news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Human Target Volume 1 Hardcover. I am Batman number 13. No, you're not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. Sorry. Sorry to, to break the news to everybody. I'm, I'm not Batman. As much as I wish it were true. Uh, Jurassic League number 5 of 6. And then uh, Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes number 6 of 6. Uh, nice House on the Lake number 10 of 12. Thank you. Yeah, you, you might even say it's a succulent house. Uh, <laughs> Poison Ivy number four of six. <laughs> that that's where I should have said succulent. Poison <laughs> Ivy. Anyways, oh, <laughs> Sandman <laughs> Universe Nightmare oh. Country number six. <laughs> Is the list over yet? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Superman Space Age number two of three. Only like fifty more to go. Uh, oh, Task no. Force C number twelve of twelve. Uh, Tim Drake Robin number one, and a bunch of variants. Holy cow! Uh, Titans United trade paperback Young Justice targets number three of six and that is all for succulent I mean DC comics oh, man that was worse than when Jonathan had to read the comics <laughs> well that is no that stressed me out that is saying something no that it wasn't <laughs> next time we have John we should have him read the comics list the way he normally does and like insert the word succulent in there multiple times. We would never get through the list. That would be the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Anyways, for IDW publishing, we have Alex Roth's Bravo for adventure artist edition hardcover. 
Uh, best of EC Artesian Edition hardcover. Dark Spaces, Windfire, Wildfire, number one. That's the second printing. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Rise of the Serpentor hardcover. Uh, Genius Isolated, The Life and Art of Alex Toth. My Little Pony, number five. Sonic the Hedgehog, number 53. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Armageddon Game, number one. Some variants for that. Um, Transformers Shattered Glass, number 11 of two. Some variants for that, and that no, is no, it. That's uh, Roman numeral two, number two. So it's that's Shattered, Shattered Glass, Glass two, two, number two. Cool, it's a two-two. Two. I, I, und- <laughs> I understand the confusion there, though. Learn to read. No. <laughs> What's the last book there? Transformers, the IDW Collection, Phase 3, Volume 3, hardcover. Okay, cool. Since Jake read two lists, I'm going to read two lists quick. It's my turn. <laughs> Image Comics. We got Brigade Number 1. That's a remastered Does he even slower than you? Clementine Skybound X Black Hoodie. That's okay. That's, that's not hoodie. comics. Department of Truth, number 21. Eight Billion Genies, number five of eight. Flawed, number one of six. I hate this place, number five. Me too. <laughs> I was going to say, that's Jake's life right now. <laughs> Lazarus Risen, number seven. Magic Order, three of Magic Order, three, number three of six. Because I know how to read. Mighty <laughs> Trade Paperback. Old Dog, number one. Onyx, number one, one shot. Scorched, number 10. Sins the <laughs> sins of the Black Flamingo, number 4 of 5. Skybound presents After School, number 3 of 4. Spawn Omega, trade paperback. Stillwater by Zadarsky and Perez, number 15. Unnatural Blue Blood, number 3 of 10. What's the Furthest Place from Here, number 3? Uh, Antarctica. Are you sure? <clears throat> Maybe. And for Marvel Comics, we have Axe, Avengers number one, one shot, Amazing Spider-Man number 10, Ant-Man number three of four, Avengers by Jason Aaron, volume 10, The Death Hunters, trade paperback, Captain America, Symbol of Truth number five, Conan the Barbarian, the original Marvel Years, Epic Collection, volume six, Vengeance in Asgalun, trade paperback. That was a mouthful. That was, uh, yeah. That's a very succulent And also, title. Conan the Barbarian, the original Marvel Years Omnibus, Volume 8, hardcover. Damage Control, number 2 of 5. Defenders Beyond, number 3 of 5. Edge of the Spider-Verse, number 2 of 5. Fortnite X Marvel Zero War, number 5 of 5. Oh, that's ending finally. Gambit, number 3 of 5. Genus <laughs> Vell, <clears throat> Captain Marvel, number 3 of 5. Math... <clears throat> Marvel Masterix Werewolf by Night Volume 1 Hardcover Marvel's Voices Community Number 1 Miles Morales Spider-Man Number 42 Moon Knight Volume 2 Too Tough to Die Trade Paperback Predator Number 1 Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings Number 3 Reign of X no, Volume 14 uh, Trade Paperback you it. Good job. Star Wars Number 26 Star Wars Dr. Afra. Number 24, Star Wars Han Solo and Chewbacca, number six, Star Wars The Milan- <laughs> Star Wars The Mandalorian, number two, Strange, volume one, I Belong to Death, trade paperback, Thor, number 27, Thunderbolts, number two of five, Wild Cards, The Drawing of Cards, number three of four, X-Men, number 15, 
and X-Men by Gary Duggan, Volume 2, Trade, Paperback. All right, well, since everyone's getting two lists, I guess I will do Titan Comics. So we actually, yeah, we actually have kind of a long list for them, for them. Uh, Bloodborne, Lady of the Lanterns, number one of four. That's a second printing. Uh, Gun Honey, Blood for Blood, number one of four. Also a second printing. Uh, Gun Honey, Blood for Blood, number two of four. Some variants. Um, oh, okay, yeah, it's like most of the list. And Rivers of London, Deadly Ever After, number four. So, four books. So, never mind, I lied. It was not a long <laughs> list. I, I'm sorry. You, you all can cancel me for lying if you want. We will. You, you can fire me again, Steve. It's okay. I deserve it. You're fired. Oh. And we're going to break. Hey, Kyle. Yes, Steve. You're hired. <gasps> yes. All right. This is because I said succulent a hundred times and tortured Jake to no end over break. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can count on me. I'll keep doing it. Hey, Jake. Yes. Succulent. I hate you. (laughs) Uh, It's good to be back, baby. Prepare yourselves for the succulent second half of this episode. Brought to you by Jake. Yes. Yes. It will be very... Succulent. And that's enough of that. Okay. This just in. The moon baron fell in. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, it was only a matter of time. Moon baron. Seems like someone likes to drop his knickers and show his bum to folks. Yeah, I I guess you could say that this, this... whole episode of his that we are not talking about <coughs> at all uh, you, you could say it's karma though for, for all the time that he has mooned people well no no like, like I said we have agreed to not be those guys and not talk about Matt's diarrhea um, no he doesn't have that anymore no he does that's why he's not no here. he fell in you, you didn't hear that there was, there was just a bulletin like two minutes ago Oh. Anyways, so, well, (laughs) all right, uh, Jake.exe has stopped working. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Air code 404. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, for our main topic this evening, uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite comics and just kind of. So are we, are we talking about specific runs or are we talking about. Um, no, no rules. No, we no, don't no have rules. runs. That's somebody else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Matt's got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's going to love this episode. So he's, much. you know what? I he's know he's going to both love and hate this episode. You, you know, you know what? I know we say that Matt is a crappy person, but he really is this time. True, true. I'm, I mean, he, he would be if, if he were like having some kind of uh, intestinal distress, right? right which we have decided we're not going to tell the internet, right? Right. Um, 
that you know, would not be very succulent. That would us. make him the crappiest kind of friend. Well, none of this crap talk. <laughs> See, you looked like you had something on your mind there, Steve. Yeah. Decided against it. it Yeah. (laughs) So I guess I'll start. Um, As everyone already knows, uh, one of my favorite probably comic book runs that I think I've thoroughly enjoyed um, would be Secret Empire. I honestly, it's uh, man. Where do I where do I start? I I think if you like Marvel and you like, okay, if you've never picked up a Marvel comic or you're not sure where to start. Or even just like maybe not where to start, but um, let's say you're pretty much a DC fan, and but you would like to start like trying Marvel some more, and you know giving them a try and allowing them you to like kind of be like, is this a universe I could fall in love with? Or if you just want to have like a really good read, uh, I really like Secret Empire specifically for that, right? Because they take some very obvious characters that everyone knows and then kind of. Uh, throws that all away and just ruins your life. You know, uh, the, the classic of Steve Rogers becoming Hydra, it, you know, comes to fruition and, and researches climax. Um, and then not only that, like the unspeakable happens in this Marvel universe of Hydra wins, but like not only that, like you yourself question, maybe Hydra's not the bad guy. Like if Steve Rogers, the Sentinel of Liberty says something, then who are we to question it, right? Um, so it's it's just got a lot of drama, you know, and, and just a lot of, like, oh, snap moments from the, you know, uh, spoiler alert, obviously, if you've listened to this, uh, the nuke of Steve Rogers nuking Vegas and wiping it from existence or putting around the shield around the world and locking out Captain Marvel and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Bucky shooting his, I mean... Steve Rogers shooting his best friend, you know, and even the the um, the prophecy of Miles Morales having to kill Steve Rogers. So it's a really an intense book with a lot of emotion, um, you know, and I, I think there's a lot of intricate storytelling in there with the offshoots and, you know, the tying issues on there um, and just the color palette and the covers on there is phenomenal. So I think if you really want a good a good Marvel storyline that, that I guess would encompass everything that is a Marvel storyline. And it's something that you really want to get good, get a good feel for secret empire is probably one of the better ones that I would, I would, I would say that fits the bill. You know, you want to get a really good understanding for the Marvel universe. That's it. You know, it's got a little bit of everything, um, in there for you, you know, especially the offshoots. Nice, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh definitely a good uh gateway, I guess you could say, into the, the whole uh Marvel universe. Um which yeah, it would definitely is or you know, can be daunting for, for newer fans to to start. That's that's always a challenge when, when picking up comic books is like where do I jump in? So yeah, yeah, good stuff. So uh I actually brought mine for show and tell. So this is a relatively lesser-known book, I, I think. Um, like it, it's got some big names attached to it, but it's not. Uh, it's, it's very underrated, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, tell us more. Oh, Steve, tell Steve's me brought more, out his tell show me and, more. and show and tell <laughs> as well. Um, so uh, the book is called Reborn. Um, it started in... Uh, it was back in October of 2016, I want to say. It's uh, Mar- written by Mark Millar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we all know him. And uh, art by Greg Capullo from... Uh, from the uh, DC to uh, yeah, Batman and, and, and metal and yeah, pro- probably my favorite comic book artist of all time. Like the art in this is just so freaking good. I mean, look, look at this cover. I know. I look at that. You should have went to Denver with us because we uh, we got to meet him. And look at the bad guy. Look at that. Yeah. Dang. So uh, Alexa uh, uh, Greg Capullo uh, signed the book. Dude, nice jelly. You should be. Wh- which uh, book? Um, she got the Batman Who Laughs number one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It's the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I really, I really want I guess people you can to. Say it's really Capullo. <laughs> <laughs> Jake would say it's succulent. <laughs> Man, all the fun that you ever have just gets to be derailed now until the end of time. This is the greatest day of my life. This episode, this is going to be the worst rated episode ever. Anyways. Or the best. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yep, all, all, the, all the Jake and Matt haters are, are eating good this week. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, uh so yeah, let me kind of go over like the the plot and everything. So ba- basically, there's it, it's like a reimagining of the afterlife. So like the the main character, uh, I I forget her name. It's been so long since I read this. Uh, book. We'll just call her Becky. Bon- Bonnie. Her name is Bonnie. No, um, she is in- got the right starting letter. Yeah, yeah. You did. You did. Oh, Very good. I must be slightly psychic. You are slightly sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say psychulent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Your so. use of the word has now jumped the shark. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get fired again and rehired again in the same episode. Tell us about your book, hurry. Times. Right. So uh, at the beginning of the book, uh, Bonnie is an aged dying woman and... Uh, and she, you know, passes. <laughs> Are you turning me down? <laughs> no, I was turning my headphones up. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, she passes on, and uh, and she awakens in this in this new world, and she's young again, and uh, and she she meets her her uh, late father and her dog, and uh, you know a b- bunch of other people that have passed on into the afterlife, and like instead of going to like heaven or hell. You get uh, in this universe. You get reincarnated <coughs> in this on this like it's like a battle planet basically, and uh, it's and she is basically going on a mission to <laughs> to uh, reunite with her with her husband who. Wow, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Don't don't make me bring out the S word again. Just I'll do it. <laughs> so So anyways, um 
So yeah, she, she's going on a mission to reunite with her husband who was uh, gunned down by like this, uh, like some random serial killer who just so happened to be reincarnated as a demon lord in the battle world. When okay. So yeah, it's really, really cool story of uh, revenge and uh, uh, really cool mix of uh, sci-fi and, and, uh, and fantasy elements. Like there's magic, but also like swords and laser guns and Really super cool. The the art's absolutely phenomenal. Um, it it got six issues and like the uh, you know the the arc in in those six issues wrapped up really nicely. But there was like still a lot more that they could do with this universe. And I'm I'm still for some reason holding out hope that one day they'll continue this series. Uh, so yes, I'm. I'm recommending this so that more people will read it and maybe they'll make more of this. It's yeah, it really is a wonderful story. And uh, oh yeah, another another funny thing I want to share. One of the other villains is uh, is Bonnie's cat. Um, he is uh, reincarnated as this uh, humanoid cat demon with like crazy powerful ice magic, and he wants to kill Bonnie because of an operation that she made him get when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh yeah it's uh I, I just thought that was super hilarious like one of the all-time funniest villain motivations like, ah you you chopped off my my kibbles <laughs> I'm a, I'm my, my kibbles kibble. yeah. yeah moving on so that's my recommendation Re- reborn from Image Comics, correct? Yes, Image Comics. Yep, that's right. Yep, right there. Nice. All right, what you got, Steve? What you got? He's got he's got a whole box. He got a box. Don't have the whole run, but move your book. That was loud. <laughs> the original Wolverine run from the eighties and early nineties. What it's uh, fan freaking tastic? What was it that you liked? About that. Run. Hmm? Tell us. Trying to trying to decide where to start. <laughs> start at the it's, beginning. It's it's got <clears throat> a lot of non uh it, it's it's mostly not X Men related. It's it's Logan stories. A lot of it is his time in Madripoor. A lot of it is his time in Japan. There's at least one episode, or episode, there's at least one issue where we get Mr. Fix-It, the Grey Hulk, and it is probably one of my all-time favorite uh, <clears throat> issues just of any comic because Logan trolls him hard. So, like, if you don't know how the Grey Hulk worked, especially, like, when he was Mr. Fix-It, during the day, he was Bruce Banner. At night, he turned into Hulk. Oh, okay. So with his experimentation to try to cure himself, that <clears throat> just ended up to where it was that way for a while, so. And he's fairly intelligent, you know, as the Hulk in that. But I can't remember what number it's in here somewhere it is, but... At the end of the comic, Logan helps him with something, and he's getting on a plane to leave to go back, I think, to the States somewhere. 
And as Gray Hulk, he's getting he uh, he didn't get the ticket himself. Logan bought the ticket, got it all set up for him. And as he's getting, they're loading the plane. Mister Fixit has a girl like on both arms, like going, getting on the plane with him. The last, um, the the last shot of the co- of the book is the plane taking off into the sunrise. He was. <laughs> He told Logan to get him a plane that would stay on the night cycle, so he'd stay Hulk. Oh, nice! So the very last frame is the plane taking off into the in like as the sun's rising behind it, <laughs> and you get him yelling, "Logan!" It's it was fantastic, but yeah, it's I like the art style. It it it's the. Uh, it's the run that gave us the uh, I'm really good at what I do but what I do isn't very nice you know it's however it's worded it's been a while since I've read any of those but his uh, iconic line nice and the writing overall is really good there, there it does have a villain of the week kind of feel to it a lot but it's done well well, and I, I feel like that was pretty much the norm back in it was back yeah. in that time. Yeah. yeah, some some runs it got really <clears throat> monotonous, but overall, this one, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, that sounds like a really fun run. And then along with that, because it's Wolverine Origin. Ooh, have you read it? I have not. Uh, Wolverine Origins actually really good. I it's liked Origin so Two; good. that was really good. Um, cool. There are so the uh, the uh, X Men Origins Wolverine movie, which had some low points, some very low points, but it had some really high points too. The whole intro to that movie, yeah, it started, comes started from this strong. book. Started off strong. So basically, when For when the they stopped, part. when when they veered off the path of the source material, was when it started sucking. Yeah. Up, basically, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think yeah, I mean, pretty much. This is my shocked face. See, the the only thing that I really didn't like about that movie was what everybody hates about that movie. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. But yeah, like it. Like when he was just Wade Wilson before becoming there, that whatever that was, he was perfect. And I think part of it, the issue in between the intro and the reveal of not pool, I think they just tried to cram too many other characters in there. Yeah, they yeah, were trying to do. They were trying to just do like, oh, look at all of this that we, yeah. you know, all I the references. It. For the for the most part, I enjoyed it. It was it was decent. But yeah, it could have been better. So another really a really good book that I've been enjoying is um, Helm Grace Grey Castle. So if if you're if you like history and you also like D and D and high fantasy, this is a really good book, right? So um, basically. A, I'm going to read off a short description of it, which I think is pretty accurate. A team of heroes must rescue their dragon prince from the land of Mexico, and they get caught between the war of the people and their gods and their dictator. So essentially this prince gets captured by the Aztec gods, right? 
And so they basically have the Mayans thrown in with this. So imagine if you had a uh, a and d setting, essentially, that took place in uh, a legitimate time in history, right? So it's really a, a good mixture and um, a good uh, balance between history and fantasy. And uh, it's 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 really good, you know. It's got a little bit of everything from orcs, dwarves, you know, bards, um, dragons. You have the classic trope that you would see in Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, or any Dungeons and Dragons setting, while also having a ton of historical, um, you know, historical context thrown into it. And it's created a really good. Um, just a really good storyline, honestly, and you know, it's a it's a fantastic book. You know, um, the uh, this book is uh, so the artist for it is a Brian Vanzella, the colorist is also Brian, um, cover artist Becky Cullen, uh, the letterer is Gabriela Dowie. Um, obviously, Image Comics is the publisher, and Henry Beharis is the guy who writes it. Um, so it's, it's a very heavily, you know, obviously, uh, Latino, Latina influenced comic on there, but I think it's really cool. You know, honestly, it's, it's a really good, a good book. Um, and right now, let me see how many issues are, uh, Oh, sorry. Jake's tired. He needs a little nappy poo. <laughs> I'm not sure how many issues are there right now currently of Helm Grey Castle. It's just been part of my weekly pool. Cool. But um, it's a uh... yeah. It's it's a good it's a good book right now, honestly, and I think. You should check it out. I think they are they are going to be doing a. Um... Oh, so it's a four or four. Oh yeah, they they've expanded it. Anyways, go check it out. Go read it. It should be at your local comic book shop. It's a series that I've been thoroughly enjoying. Um, I've been trying to expand my reading outside of the generic um, Marvel DC. You know trope so home gray castle is really good as well as shirtless bear fighter but you know what i don't need to say anything else yeah we 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 talk about shirtless bear fighter all the time yeah and it's well deserved it yeah that if that's not on your reading list already then you should just kill yourself do you you just hate fun Uh, well i wouldn't go that far no i am going that far (laughs) okay there's a reason why matt's not here tonight (laughs) oh my gosh okay it's diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, so yeah, um, uh, my second recommendation, um, I you know I now that I think about it, I, I should have brought this too. I I've, so when uh, when the Hastings in town closed down back in gosh when was that? R.I.P. Long time ago. Um, I uh, raided the uh, the comic section, and I was able to get the complete run of the uh, Grayson comics from uh, DC Comics from uh, from the New Fifty Two era. So, um, 
yeah, definitely like kind of a, kind of an underrated gem from DC Comics, in in my opinion. But uh, if, if you're not too familiar with that one, so uh, Grayson follows Dick Grayson, um, aka, AKA the uh, the first Robin slash Nightwing. Um, so during the events of the New Fifty Two, he gets unmasked as Nightwing, and so he is forced to. Uh, Basically, like change his uh, line of work and and uh, you know go into uh, go into hiding, and uh, he, he joins this like secret intelligence organization that's called like Spiral or something. I I forget what it's called. Uh, need need to go back and read that again. But uh, yeah, basically it's it's just like a bunch of like wacky fun uh, like James Bond esque like spy adventures with like him going around and you know. Doing the James Bond things, saving the world, secret missions, uh, flirting with a lot of girls. Um, he's he's got a he's got another uh, like secret agent partner with him who like just like does not jive with his sense of humor at all and is irked to no end by his antics and they fight all the time and it's hilarious. Um, yeah, just just a really fun run. Sounds and, uh, excellent. One of the reasons why. Uh, why Dick Grayson is one of my favorite DC Comics characters. I just, yeah, just just a lot of fun. I think, oh man, what's a what's another good comic? I'm trying to. I, I don't want to talk about just Marvel or DC titles, just because like, yeah, there's just so many of them. Yeah, that's why I brought yeah. image. One. So <laughs> speaking of which, what you got, Steve? Oh, pretty much the entire. Dark Horse run of Star Wars comics is Dude, gold. Yes. Okay. Yes. To the to that point, I will uh, now. Uh, now I will say this. Um, one of my favorite Star Wars runs came from Dark Horse, uh, the Old Republic, and it doesn't follow Revan at all. Like you do see Revan for a short bit in there, but it follows actually a another. I guess you'd say rogue Jedi turned scoundrel. It follows a lot of people. But but generally his like group of friends, right? Um you know, and you do see Malik and Reverend Pre, you know, uh I guess you could say the genocide of the Mandalorians that the older that the Republic put on them. Um but that that series was fantastic. Like you want a taste of the old republic, you want that feel, you want those storylines and its heroes. Um and you want to explore out of the side of the the circle of you know the events of like Darth Revan and that stuff. That's a, it's a fantastic, fantastic book with so much to read. Um, and there's a ton <laughs> of characters that you, you you know that you'll instantly fall in love with. Honestly, um, just some uh, some info on Knights of the Old Republic. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to type this and pull this information up because I don't know on the top of my head. Um, anyways, so... So it came in volumes. I know some of the authors... It was published in 1994. Really? Is that old? There's no way. Are you talking Knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic? Knights of the Old Republic. 
Or I think I am I thinking of the Old Republic? No, because the Old Republic is ties into the game, which is way later than that. Yeah. Um, hold on, boys and girls. No, Knights of the Old Republic <laughs> was published and started in two thousand six. Okay, yeah. So okay, so here's some issues. So Knights of the Old Republic ran for fifty issues. Um, it was set eight years before the yeah, original game. In 2012, a five-issue miniseries was released as a follow-up style um, titled Star Wars Knights of the Public War. Um, it was released from 2006 to 2010. Um, and then it had Brian Ching and Bong Dazao Dazao um, as <clears throat> the artist on there. And so Carrick is the the main character of it, and uh, Zane Carrick. Oh, okay. And then, geez, yeah, I it's I'm not doing it justice, Steve. You read it, right? It, I, it's been a long time since I read those ones. I don't actually have. I don't think I have that run itself. Yeah, but anyways, what's really cool about this storyline is. Um, First of all, the cover arts for all this are are great. It, you know, they do very classic Star Wars s cover arts um, for all of them. You know, but the inside artwork for it as well is just phenomenal. Bright colors, great line work. Um, just a it's just a really good, fun, solid. I would say. Uh, Here's an example, Kyle. I'll show you. Just a really good, solid Star Wars storyline, honestly. And it's just a, uh, it how, the, the way that they do the inside oh, yeah, art. I like the art. Yeah, yeah. is is my favorite style of artwork that you'd see inside of a book. And it just a, uh, it's just a really good, really really good storyline, honestly. And you really get a good perspective of like the Mandalorian Wars. <laughs> Anyways, so the Mandalorian Wars was, uh, you know, kind of like the central, uh, I guess, event happening during this period of that comic. And it, yeah, just fantastic. That in uh, Star Wars Legacy, you know, with Dark Crate. Um, and obviously everyone's uh, favorite uh, thirst trap Sith Lord, <laughs> Darth Talon. You know, the hot, evil Twi'lek. Sith Lord. Um, so those those are two great Star Wars uh, titles that I would 100% recommend for any Star Wars fan. Um, just because they're so full of good, just awesome story. You know, an awesome uh, Star Wars legend, I could say. I don't know if that stuff's canon right now. Um, one day I hope it to be. Yeah, but, uh, hopefully. You know, but and other than that, Otherwise, uh, those are just fantastic books. I know I picked up both of those when there's a period of time where I was going to the library to like rent like volumes just because like I wasn't uh, I just didn't have the space to be like hoarding all these comics. And I was like, well, do I really want to do this? So like I just read I like, you know, borrowed them and read them that way, which is honestly, guys, if you don't have a library card, you should totally get one. It's a great way to get some awesome stories at your fingertips, especially volumes, and you could read chunks at a time. Um, but uh, those are both 
extremely fantastic titles to to read, and I highly, highly recommend them. Dark Horse did amazing with uh, the Star Wars universe when they had it. You know, they had just some some awesome story. One of the absolute best runs that Dark Horse did was Dark Times. Uh, you'd have to tell me about it because I... It's set at the beginning of the Empire shortly after Revenge of the Sith. Okay. The former Jedi just trying to, you know, live. Not or get Order 66 yeah, not good or well, basically, he's living during. Uh, I think it's supposed to be after the purge, so you know, empires showing their teeth. Darth Vader's roaming around. There's um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. <laughs> There's one story arc where um this saurian species race their people like children are disappearing um do you guys hear my mustache and it turns out there's an imperial it's very succulent there's a a moth that's behind the uh, disappearance of these children a moth a m- <laughs> Muffin. All right, that's that's today's episode of Comic Talk Six One Six. Anyways, continue. Um. Yeah. So there's this. Yes, regional governor or Moff or whatever he is behind the kidnapping of this race's younglings. They're they're kind of dinosaur esque. They they look like. Um, uh, I can't think of the dinosaur name. The ones that are like a triceratops. Yeah, the ones yeah. That I um, are related to triceratops. One of them became so powerful that he like kept a whole planet alive, or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I but, mean, uh, who is it? But anyway, do you want to hear the spoiler? Yes. Yeah. Uh, go, um, yes, please. So you know how uh, people who like to eat meat enjoy. Calves or lambs, like veal, veal. the best. Yeah, I was going to say veal. Yeah. Yikes. It's a very, very dark story arc. Dudes kidnapping children <clears throat> of this race and uh, eating them and feeding them to all his friends. So here, here's my question. Why does Star Wars hate children so much? <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's that's a good <laughs> argument. There's a lot of child death in Star Wars. For real. There isn't a lot of things, though. It's not just Star oh, Wars. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just making funnies. Yeah. Okay, so the dinosaur species that you're thinking of... Um, gosh, I... Thon is his name. I don't know what his name is, but he's a quadrupedic. Um, no, that's a different. That's completely different people. Because the these okay, guys so you're not talking about this guy. No, these guys. 
Oh, okay. So the guy that I'm talking about, he's like one of the he's one of the most well written and most powerful Jedi, um, recorded on on holocrons. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of. Yeah, but he, yeah. he was he's that guy was a total BA. Did some crazy stuff. Um, kind of was like Qui Gon Jinn a little bit, where he's just like, "Oh, dark side, I'm gonna mess with it. You can't tell me what to do. I'm a dinosaur." You know, and then uh, he spared no expense. That was a Jurassic Park joke. You're supposed to laugh. <laughs> um, oh man, what's I? I can't. It's there, there. There's a lot of stories that I'm just like, you should totally read this. Like, if you want to get into comics, or if you have a comic book recommendation, um, I'm a big Scotty Young fan, so obviously I hate Fairyland, Middle West are both really good stories. Back to dark times. The main character is Das Janair. He's a human male, escaped the purge, Jedi. But he ends up uh, joining a, I think they're a pirate crew. Okay. So a pirate life for him? Pirates. Space pirates, space <clears throat> smugglers, something like that. Space wizards? Yeah. Poss? Yeah. Pirates, smugglers, whatever. So, oh yeah, uh, Dezeno Kua, a wealthy male human who enjoys eating foreign species. He ate Risa Greenbark, which is on. I showed you the cover of number one. That's a picture of um, uh, what was his name? Sorry, Bomo Greenbark. Uh, I believe Risa was his daughter. Oof. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's a very sad storyline, but so well written. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And sorry. Das and Boma were the only survivors of the Empire's War on Greenbark's home planet. Oh dang! Like so they're an like entire planet. They were the only two that escaped. Oh, Jeez. so basically, when they died, the entire species just got. No, because there's more. The, they're not. The species isn't limited to that planet. Okay. Just that just was his home planet. Okay, so the last residents of a of a planet then. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happens. You you could say that they were in some uh, dark times. Um, yes. You know, it, it's it's with them being in space. You'd say that they were in some sort of Star Wars. True, true, true. Quiet. Yes. Hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. There were. I'm trying. I think it was a twelve issue run. No. Yeah, it was a 12-issue run initially, and then they did Dark Times Blue Harvest, which was a further from number 13 through... 13 through 32. Nice. I, I think this standard run for a an issue of comics is, I think, 25 to 32 from my understanding. Yeah. And most of these were their own like five or so 
yeah issue many is, um, story arcs yeah man I, and I believe I have the entire run oh, I might nice. be only missing one of because I I actually subscribed to it through uh, things from another you know so things from another universe. Some was it like an online bookstore where they just sent you the title every week? Right, yeah. Things things from another world. Okay, do you, I I remember those kind of pulls. Um, what? So I love getting pulls from top five, but what I I, I don't know if you remember Hastings, but they would have pulls and they put them in a special paper bag for you, and you go up to their counter and you'd pick them up, and you'd have like little plastic paper bag with a stapler on it of just like your books for what they had coming in. Did you ever do that? No, I, n- I never did that personally. Oh, dude, it was so nice. It was such a good feeling, and I loved pulling open their cabinets and just sifting through all the stuff. I miss Hastings so much. Yeah. It, Hastings was like, dude, not, they had action figures, statues, comics, pop figures. It was, uh, gosh, it was, it was a beautiful place. And you know what was terrible about our Hastings? It was one of the most profitable locations in the entire company. And they, uh, for some reason, doubled down and built more in the same like layout as ours, thinking that would save them money versus, you know, of course, no one wants to lose jobs, but shutting down a bunch of them and then having employees or district managers coming down seeing how the store runs and then slowly reopening up the more in the country and like saving probably the last great, uh, movie rental places, honestly. Yeah. Cause I, I would, if, if regardless of all the streaming out that's out there, if Hastings was still here today, I would still probably be going there and renting movies to this day. Honestly. So before we end this episode, you know how, when you do a search on Google and it gives like, Stuff that's along with what you search. Yeah, related searches. Related searches. Here, here's a question some person asked. Does time exist in Star Wars? How is that a question? <laughs> oh, right. This is people on the internet. I forgot. <laughs> right. I, I hope it was just a new fan just trying to dive deeper into the lore of Star Wars and they were just asking all the dumb questions to get it out of the way. Um, no. No, that's that's beyond dumb. Fair. I'm, to be, for it to be related thing is m- multiple people. I think <laughs> for time to not exist. Like if, if time didn't exist in Star Wars, nobody would age. Ever. That's true. Then you'd have like the old Republic. You wouldn't have the Republic, the there would, Empire. There would be no eras. The Clone Wars. I mean, all you have to do <laughs> is just hit the pause button and there you go. Time no longer exists. If you pause one of the movies, you just erase time. Well, wouldn't you, if you turned off the movie? Not erased, but stopped time. The supreme power. It's more power than a person can handle. Ooh, that's what they should Unlimited do for Unlimited power. That's what they should do for the Spaceballs <laughs> sequel. That's how Spaceballs win. They pause. They pause. <laughs> um. So, anyways, guys, yeah, this uh, is kind of a loose, crazy episode. Um, you know, well, not a whole lot of news this week. Matt and I uh, are preparing to go to Fanex, so we'll be out there this weekend. And you know, it's every year this convention is a 
huge. Well, by the time this episode's out, we will be at FanX. Uh, so Matt and I are currently at FanX. Um, he's not recording this episode because he fell in. <laughs> he asked us not to talk about his diarrhea. Why is your cat just staring at us? Oh, now he looked away all quick. Dude, he was just there like this. And then I'm like, why is he staring at us? He quick look away. His head. He's like busted. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> You're not smooth, pal. We see right through your whatever it is you were doing. Yeah, yeah an update for Matt. He, he like after he fell in the first time, he, he he managed to pull himself out, and then he fell right back in. He's got poo poo in his bum bum, um, <laughs> and he ran out of toilet paper. Anyways, guys, so wow, thank you for listening to this episode of Comic Talk Six One Six. It was dry and chafed, much like let Matt's booty hole. <laughs> but I can tell you, we will be. Uh, with that three ply next week. And yeah, thank you for listening in. Tell us what comics do you recommend for people who are wanting to get into comics or just maybe they've been reading for a while and you just think they need to read these issues or runs. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that charming outro, Jake. You're not a problem. Um, Until then, don't forget to meet your dad on a bridge and stab him right through the chest. And throw him down an endless hole. An endless hole. We hate you, dad. That was weird. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Absolute banger. So good. Anyways, guys, thank you for all the support. If you are listening to us and a fan of the show, please, please, please rate us on Spotify. You know, we want to connect with people and fandom and build, keep building this community. That's what's important to us. Regardless of all the shenanigans, at the end of the day, our heart is in the fandom community, and we just want to celebrate that with you. So have a great week, um, and Matt has completely crapped his pants. Our profoundest apologies to those who contracted ADHD during this episode. Yeah, I'm Badmouth Jake. I'm Lord Kyle, the Pope de- Deity of the Church of Evidation. And I'm Steve. Thank you for listening to this episode brought to you by Jake. The uh, jakiest purveyor of the most succulent of awesomeness, succulation, you might say. <laughs> the church of succulation. <laughs> oh, no, that sounds so inappropriate. <laughs> that was so bad. That's the Catholic Church you just mentioned. <laughs> and that, we're done. Stop. There's, there's no, no. The cows ruined everything. (laughs) Hey, Jake. Turn it off. Succulence.